Hey everyone, this your girl Anquanise Pleasant, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Hey everyone, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. My name is Anquanise. I am the founder and the host of this very amazing podcast. I am excited because today is our very first podcast of 2020, and I'm going to just spend today telling you guys about myself, what Generation of Curse Breakers means, and what should you be expecting, and we are going to get into a very small topic today. So, as I stated, my name is Anquanise Pleasant. I am 24 years old. I do live in Illinois. I am the CEO and founder of Benediction de la Mort, which is a mentoring fine arts group where we mentor through the fine arts. And I am the founder and the host of Generation of Curse Breakers. The Generation of Curse Breakers is basically a movement. Um, This is a movement for the millennials and even for the people that is before us. We basically stand on the shoulders of our ancestors, and I definitely want to congratulate. Um, you're going to see me basically congratulate people, it bring exposure to unexposed people. We're going to talk about situations that I feel that is either lack conversation or lack knowledge of. The generation of curse breakers is basically a stand to break all curses that is tied within our bloodline, within our culture, within our um, ethnicity, within our different preferences in life. We are here to break those curses. Basically, what we stand for is bringing positivity, bringing knowledge to the community and not just the black community. No, we're talking about worldwide. Um, We're bringing knowledge to women that don't know the resources that we have. We're bringing knowledge to the men that don't know the resources they may have. And I feel that this podcast is basically a raw, uncut, uncensored place where we will talk about issues and things that is going on in the world that is affecting us, that is hindering us from actually becoming who we're trying to become. Um, I definitely believe that the generation of curse breakers is the movement for the next decade. We will take a stand and instead of sitting in what we were brought up in or sitting in what is tied to our bloodline, we will just simply go after, learn our history and change it by preparing us throughout the present and the future. So that is what the generation of curse breakers mean. Um, I am so excited to be able to give a platform to different people that I feel that have either broken those curses that they have shared on social media or I've I've heard from their mouth or um, just basically people that I feel that are still going through the process. I do not believe that you can't tell your testimony while you're going through. Maybe your way out is telling people what you're going through. So I'm a big advocate for that. And I'm a big advocate for transparency. I'd rather you be 100% with me than you be half. So that's what the generation of curse breakers mean. So just a little history on how the generation of curse breakers started. 
um, I got this vision the beginning of 2019 when I was in my church. Shout out to my church, City of David. I was in church. We were having the first seven days of prayer after the new year started. And I was dealing with some family issues and I was trying to figure out, like, what could I possibly do to better myself to put everybody around me in a better position also too. And I was texting my cousin and I was just telling, like just having a general conversation in prayer and it just dawned on me. And I just said it out of nowhere. I said, we have to be the generation that breaks the curses. And that's when I just got the um, revelation of this will be the generation of curse breakers. And I honestly truly believe that my generation and the generation before us have definitely um, went with the changes in life. We we came from a world of no technology to technology. We came from a world of um, big computers now to small flat screen computers and small flat screen TVs. We have really seen the world change in this decade and through our whole life, even fashion, music, um, technology, just everything has changed around us. And we have somewhat coped with it. We have somewhat basically molded ourselves to what the changes in life was. But even though we have molded ourselves into what the changes in life was, we have still allowed ourselves to be held back by what was previously done in our previous previous our previous lifestyle, um, our family's lifestyle, stuff that we don't even know why we're going through it. Our great 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 grandparents did something, or they were going through it too, and I just want to bring awareness to my generation to let them know that um, whatever you do, you have to be mindful of the next generation and the five generations after that. We have to remember that whatever we sow, we shall reap. And nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, we won't have to reap it, but our children or our children's children will have to reap whatever benefit that we sow. So I want to bring that awareness to the, my generation and also have real conversation, talk about real things and actually get an understanding of everybody. Culturally, we somewhat grew up alike, but we didn't at the same time. My mother taught me a certain way that I should do things. And your mother may have taught you a different way. So I want to basically make this generation a little bit more open-minded, a little bit more open to other opinions and actually start reflecting on ourselves instead of reflecting on other people. And I feel that this generation has a very big problem with that. I know I do with reflecting on other people and not reflecting on myself. So this is why I feel that this podcast is very important. So we're going to get into our very first small conversation. Um, I will be posting little conversations on our Generation of Curse Breakers pages just to get a feel of how other people's opinions are, just to get a feel of um, 
what these conversations will consist of so we can understand each other. So recently, I want to say a week or two ago, I posted something that said self-sabotage. What does that mean to you? And we got a pretty good response back from people. A lot of people didn't feel comfortable actually commenting on the status, but some people did. And I feel that um, self-sabotage has a lot to do with uh, insecurities. And I find that it is a behavioral problem Um, just to give you... Just to give you a um, quick definition of what self-sabotage is, so we can have different definitions and we can have uh, a better understanding of what people or society say what self-sabotage is. Um, in, in a small terms of me putting it in my own words, but this is a worldly definition, self-sabotage is a behavior problem when it creates problems in daily life and interferes with long-lasting goals. The most common self-sabotage behaviors include procrastination, self-medication with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, and forms of self-injury such as cutting. That's what the world says that self-sabotage is. My definition of self-sabotage is um, more of an example I um, found myself getting into friendships, mainly friendships, not so much of relationships. I'm a little bit more sensitive when it comes to relationships, but um, friendships, I am a little bit more um, harder to deal with. I will feel myself getting close to somebody with a friendship, or I will feel that the person, like, you know, is really genuinely a friend to me, and I'm really a genuinely, genuinely a friend to them. But because of my past friendships, I tend to do stuff or say stuff to sabotage myself. So now, now that you don't want to deal with me no more, so I will hurt you before you hurt me. And I found that that was a big problem because one of my uh, one of my closest friends, I tried to do it with her. And she caught on with it and she was just like, I don't know what's the matter, but that is not how we're going to handle this situation. And she sat down and we talked. She told me how she felt. I told her how I felt halfway. Um, I feel that another issue with self-sabotage is you become muted. You become so muted with um, your feelings or how you expect things to be or how you want people to treat you that you sabotage the relationship just so you can avoid conflict. I was one of those people, too, where um, if you would come to me and confront me with something, I would just automatically shut down because I don't like confrontation that much. I would rather just not. I would rather just not deal with it. I would rather just not be in the presence of um, conflict or confrontation simply because we as people tend to, we tend to basically uh, listen to respond 
and not listen to understand people. And I feel that that was one of my issues. I never really understood how how to listen sometimes. Sometimes I, I felt that most of my childhood that I had to protect myself. I had to be the person that protected me because I didn't feel protected by everybody else. So I would just basically like listen to people, listen to them talk, and then I will hurry up and give a response because you're not going to come at me. So I feel like that's another form of self-sabotage because criticism is good. That is something to help you grow. But I will shut you down to the point where I don't want to hear your criticism because at that point, it shows me that you care. And now that you care for me, I'm scared that you're going to leave or you're going to do something to hurt me. So I will sabotage that relationship. Just to give you some uh, key points of what some people said self, self-sabotage on this discussion was. One was that um, they believe that self-sabotage is pride-centered. She stated that one being so stuck in their ways that they see the problem but are too prideful to fix it. So they live in the knowing that it's hurting and not helping with their progression. And somebody else replied and said, absolutely, as well as fear of failure and insecurities. Now I'm going to stop there. Um, I don't personally believe it's pride. I definitely do believe that it is insecurities um, and being familiar with being the loser and when I say loser like being the person that always is either denied rejected or neglected or um just just know that you're always going to lose you're never prospering so I think it's a comfortability with that person so I do agree with the failure and insecurities I also do agree with um being stuck as the young lady said, she said one being stuck in their ways that they see the problem but are too prideful to fix it. I don't think that it's too prideful to fix. I do believe that it is a thing of I don't want to fix it because I know you're going to hurt me type of thing. I don't think that's pride. I think it's a, a problem with healing. I think self-sabotage is another thing that has to do with healing. One thing I say about um situations and going through things, I say that when you don't heal, it's like a tree. It gains roots and it grows within the dirt to the point where the roots have become so strong that it's hard to dig up. So I definitely feel that self-sabotage is rejection, is rejection of unsolved cases in our lives that tends to push us in different ways and some ways can be self-sabotage. Another example, um, a young lady said that she said it's not pride at all. I was afraid to be great because of responsibilities. It was easier to not be better than it was easier not to be better than what was expected or to push myself out of my comfort zone. My response was that and I was scared of getting hurt by people, so I was self-sabotage in a friendship so they could leave. I will push people away by doing doing things I know they didn't like. So I will intentionally intentionally pay attention or listen to you and tell and you will tell me what you didn't like. And then once I felt that you were getting too close to me, or once I felt that you were going to hurt me, I would do those things that you didn't like. 
kind of crazy, right? <laughs> so when, this is what I mean when I say the generation of curse breakers. We will have open conversations like this. We will basically, you'll basically hear me once a month, my opinion about it. And um, once a month, I will give you my opinion about it. And it would just be me talking to you guys. And it's just, you can respond back disagree to agree we can have a private conversation or you could be like hey can you put me on this podcast because I got something to say because you said this and I want to go back and forth with you that's fine I'm open to clean respectful debate because there are there are different sides there are different minds my mind is different from yours so I definitely want to get other people opinion just one more thing um this young lady also said she agreed with my post and she said, yep, and suppressing people who were still struggling. I use self-sabotage as a crutch. And I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with people being people being so close-minded that they don't notice that they're using something as a crutch. They use this this thing called self-sabotage to basically walk around and basically destroy relationships with other people because they are comfortable. And this is my crutch. I don't want to have to stand up on my own two feet because that is so much more work than just leaning on a crutch or leaning on someone. And another lady said, this is why goal writing and holding yourself accountable is important. Admit your issue to yourself daily in the mirror and become become the solution focused to where you start speaking positive affirmations instead of issues to yourself. My mom always said we speak our own damnation. So if you say you're not good at something, then you're not. Only you can limit yourself. God gives us all the same measures. It's what we choose to do with it matters. So I write it down. Take 21 days to get it going and then boom I've created a new habit people limit themselves thinking of other people nope be great those that matter don't mind and those that mind don't matter so I felt that was very good feedback um we have a problem and this is another thing that I definitely want to do on this podcast we have a problem we have a problem with self-sabotage. I'm pretty sure these five or six people that was on this post is not the only people that have problems with self-sabotage, but we have a problem. Now we need to find a solution. We can talk all day, but if we don't put a solution out there, then we are wasting breath, time, energy, and all this other stuff, and I could be doing something else. So I definitely agree with that. And what I did to get past the uh, self-sabotage, I basically took myself out of the equation of being in any type of friendship, any type of relationship, being in those type of things, I took myself out and I reevaluated myself. And what I started to do was I stopped looking at other people's problems and I started looking at mine. I started worrying about the man in the mirror than my friends. And some people may have felt that it was um, very selfish, but at that time, I needed to be selfish because I was in a place where I was destroying relationships relationships, so I won't have responsibility. And with that being said, what I have what I had to do was I had to come into the mindset of 
I have to get out of my comfort zone. I started being around people that I wanted to be like. And when I say be like, I mean business-wise. Be around business women that are actually doing and not just saying. Like They can show me invoices of what they're doing. And not just saying, oh, I make $100,000 on the side. I started to hold myself accountable. So as soon as um, someone would get close to me, I wouldn't push them away. I would be honest with them and upfront with them about the situation. Um, I recently got into a small altercation with one of my mentors and I think she caught on to it, but I don't know yet. We'll see. Um, I tried to push myself away from her. I tried to limit conversation with her so so that she can leave me alone because I felt that I wasn't good enough to be her mentee. And she was just like, well, why are you silent? <laughs> check this, check this, do this, ooh, this and that. And she basically gave me my space. And when the time came, I apologized. And she already knew what I was doing. So when that happened, she called it out. She called it out and she made me deal with it. And those type of people we need to have in our life when we're dealing with something such as self-sabotage because of um, not being held accountable. We lack responsibility because we don't want it because we're comfortable just not holding anything or not being held at a higher standard that we know we should be at. So that is our small discussion for today. This is this was just a little quick snip of what we'll be talking about. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. So now the big announcement is coming up next. So stay tuned. So that is our short topic for today. I am so excited about this podcast. And every fourth, every fourth Friday, actually, our second podcast will be up and running on January the 24th. So every fourth Friday, we will have a visitor. And I am so excited to release and finally release who is our very first visitor podcast guest everything like she's an amazing woman so january 24th at 7 p.m we'll be having the amazing beautiful colita blair um lady colita blair she is an amazing woman and our topic would be breaking the curses of sickness and diseases Many may know, many may not know, I am a lupus survivor. I was going through a lot with lupus. It actually kept me from doing what I love to do. It actually held me back from my business a lot. And this woman distributes and displays nothing but strength. Um, She did not allow what the doctor to say or the doctor diagnose her to basically run her life. And I really admire her for that. She shows many, many different levels of strength. She has an amazing story. That's not the only thing that she holds when it comes to ministry or her, just her life. She has an amazing story, but 
I am so excited to have her as my first visitor on this podcast. She's an amazing woman. So be looking out for that because we will be live and I cannot wait for you guys to hear her story and just to get a conversation going so we can understand that as my generation and her generation, we do not have to accept what our family bloodline says. Um, Some people, family cancer may run in their family. Um, Diabetes may run in their family. Sickle cells, Crohn's disease, all these different diseases and sicknesses, it does not dictate our future, our present, and it doesn't even dictate our past. It's just something that is attached to us that we need to cut off. That's what I honestly truly believe. And it it can be cut off and it can be overcame if we take the proper steps of healing and dealing with this stuff. So I'm very excited to have her on here. Like I said, we'll be live, but we also will be recording our podcast that day. So I am excited to hear from her. I am excited to learn um, different things from her. And I get I know and I guarantee you guys will learn the same thing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for tuning into this podcast. It is nothing but gratefulness, gratefulness and love that everybody tuned in. So thank you guys. See you guys January the 24th. And like our Facebook page and like our Instagram page to keep up, keep up with us and keep us at an update. I believe that we'll be traveling very soon in this podcast and we're going to open doors to different conversations and different ethnicities so we can get an understanding of things. So as I stated, like our Facebook page, The Generation of Curse Breakers, and our Instagram page, at The Generation of Curse Breakers. This is an amazing experience. This is something totally out of my comfort zone. So I hope you guys liked it. And once again, shout out to my cousin. She is the song that you hear in the beginning of this podcast. My my cousin is a up-and-coming platinum artist. Yes, I'm speaking in the atmosphere. Amber Nicole, you can get this song on all streams, all music streams. It's called Waiting by Amber Nicole. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you guys have an amazing night. 